1: After you finish this episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast, make sure you check out the Peacock and Williamson podcast. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. They give you the national perspective covering the latest news and insight on every team and move around the NFL. Part of the Locked On podcast network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team. Part of the Locked On podcast network.
0: Your team every day
1: you are locked on the washington football team with watch locked on washington football team podcast with your host david harrison chris russell welcome to all of our returning listeners new listeners our final episode for this week again if you missed it earlier we are shrinking down to three episodes per week for the month of june looking at probably early july maybe not the very first week of july but shortly after the fourth of july weekend to go back to five per week but until then we will be here for at least three episodes per week if not more, depending on what's going on. If you haven't already, please click the subscribe or follow button, rate and review the show. It'll help other fans of the team find us when we're not here. Find Chris over the Team 983, 7 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday, with his co-host there, Pete Methurst. Also find them on the Odyssey app. Also find Chris covering the Washington football team and writing for SI.com and on Twitter at WrestleMania621. Find me at d Harrison82 and find the show at WFT Pod. Chris, we have had a, a solid stream of things to talk about and audio to share. With our listeners, we're going to have more audio to share from OTA press conferences with our listeners today. But we also got some more stuff to talk about as people are kind of starting to come out with their rankings and, and, and all that. But it's not just the position groups and the position players, but also the coaches now getting ranked and filed according to whatever measure the, the writer of these pieces wants to use.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and Dave, this one is one that I've seen for many years now. Patrick Daugherty of then uh, the former Roto World, for those that are familiar. Uh, Now it's called NBC Sports Edge uh, as they completed their migration uh, to NBC Sports and NBCSports.com. So it's the same website. It's the same writer. It's the same ranking system. Uh, Basically, what he did was rank the 32 NFL head coaches with the exception of putting all of the head coaches that are new to their teams, even if they're not ex- You know, even if they've had previous experience, i.e., Ron Rivera last year, all head coaches with their new teams at the bottom of the list. So basically, they all kind of fall in the uh, in this particular ranking, twenty-six through thirty-two category, uh, just because they had they don't have a chance to be fairly evaluated yet with their new teams. So basically, you get the twenty-five head coaches that are returning to their teams and already ranked them and. and a little analysis on them. And you might be surprised. I was to find how low, at least in my opinion, Ron Rivera was ranked. Um, He came in 17th among the, again, 25 head coaches that were actually numbered and ranked. Does that surprise you? Uh,
1: It does surprise me. And when I read the list, I mean, there there are some guys on this list that, no disrespect to them and and the potential jobs that they're going to do, but it's it's to me it's very clear that Rod Rivera is at least right now head and shoulders above some of these other coaches, not just in execution but also in uh, establishment and what he's been able to do during his career. And I mean, you look no closer than number sixteen alone, Kevin Stefanski of the Cleveland Browns. And listen, eleven and five for the Cleveland Browns in uh, the playoffs and all that stuff like that's all amazing things. And they're coming into this season uh, to being considered a legitimate contender in the AFC. Those are all great. But but let's not get it twisted here. Kevin Stefanski didn't come in here and. Reshape the Cleveland Browns like he inherited pretty much every contributor, if not all, every contributor that he had on this roster in 2020 to get him that 11 and five record in one season. Really, what it is is the same Browns package in a little bit of a different delivery. Now, as impressive as that is, and other coaches have had similar players or similar rosters and not been able to achieve the things that Stefanski has. Year one is always a there's got to be a grain of salt. And you look at quarterbacks kind of the same way, right? You look at Lamar Jackson's MVP campaign. And that's impressive. But before you go crowning a guy like that, the best of the best in the league, and he's ranking Stefanski at 16 here, and I I got that. You got to see what happens in the the follow-up, right? Because now every NFL team is going to look at the Browns from 2020 and they're going to say, we know what Stefanski is about. We know what his tendencies are going to be. We know what they're going to do there. Moving on from him, I look at Brian Flores at number 15, and I mean, I I was confused by a lot of the coaching decisions (laughs) made in Miami, and we'll see kind of how they go. But you look at this team, and – this is a team that just spent a first round draft pick on two. Atanga Bailoa basically ran Ryan Fitzpatrick out of the locker room, out of the team by 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 putting him in the situation they put him in. And I think that Ryan uh, handled it very very well for what he the situation he was put in, but. Brian Flores is 15-17 over the last two years. He inherited a terrible team. I got it. But this team isn't really all that much closer to being a legitimate contender in a division that lost their juggernaut. Like That's the opportunity for every team in that division to rise to the top, and only the, the Buffalo Bills so far have taken advantage of it. And look at all the rumors swirling and reports swirling about the Miami Dolphins considering trading to Tua Loa. And you look at the Arizona Cardinals who just did this a couple of years ago, draft a quarterback in the first round very next year, get rid of him to get a new guy. I mean, if you're head coach and you're GM, and I know that you know there's a power struggle there and, and all that and the dynamics, but if you're bringing in a quarterback with a first-round draft pick, and then the very next year, talking about shipping him out for another quarterback, that's not a good path to building a strong roster. So just those two coaches right there, again, no disrespect to those guys. I met Brian Flores before. Very, I, I have a lot of respect for him. I don't agree with all the decisions he's making. So right, right there, Ron is top 15. And if I had to argue it, I would say a top, Ron Rivera's at least top 12, if not higher on this list. Uh, the one thing I will shout out about this list, Mike Tomlin, I think a lot of times gets a little underrated, number seven on this list. I probably would put him at like six or five, to be quite honest with you. Bill Belichick at number one. Uh, I, I want to see what happens two or three years down the road without Tom Brady before I make Bill Belichick the top coach in the National Football League. But it's kind of hard to argue with a guy that has as much success as Bill does, so I don't really fault it. I just don't think that maybe he get, he's, he's getting his fair credit of that franchise's success.
0: Yeah, I, I don't have any uh, disagreement with what you said about Flores and Stefanski. The only thing we don't know for sure is did Flores pull the plug on Fitzpatrick, now the Washington quarterback, or was that a you know general manager or more importantly, an impatient owner? Uh, type decision for marketing purposes so we don't know that so you know I, again i'm sure he had something to do with it but whether it was his full decision or not we don't know the one that i took a little bit of umbrage with uh besides agreeing with you that he should uh rivera probably be a- ahead of stefanski for all the reasons you outlined and just again one year as a head coach uh and a very successful year and flores and, and again i agree with a lot of your thoughts Thought process there. I can't I I probably don't put him uh necessarily ahead of Mike Vrabel right now just because Vrabel's had more recent success, AFC title game two years ago uh in Kansas City, divisional playoff round uh last year. I I you know, am I missing something? I know Mike Zimmer has a pretty good record as a head coach. Does Mike Zimmer inspire you as this, you know, as this so much of a better coach? Than Ron Rivera. I don't see that. Um, I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I don't see where Mike Zimmer is like, oh, okay. You know, and, look I would put a couple of former and there are three former Washington football assistants you know that I all covered uh in the earlier part of the decade in Matt LaFleur the Packers head coach uh at number 12 Kyle Shanahan and number 10 with the 49ers uh and of course Sean McVay at number five I, I can't really disagree with those guys necessarily being up there there's also a recency factor uh and a recency effect and again I think that promotes a guy like Vrabel I think there's a couple of you know older dinosaur type guys there's your guy bruce arians who just won a super bowl uh, in tampa there's frank reich who's done a good job but i don't know if frank, i mean do we know for sure frank reich's a better head coach than ron rivera i i don't know that you know so i mean we could debate the merits of this list um all day long and, and just real quickly uh like like he, he here's the deal i'm sorry he's better than uh I mean, he's better than Matt Nagy right now, even though Nagy did manage to squeeze a playoff spot out of Mitch Trubisky and a bunch of, you know, nine to five Hammond Eggers. And, you know, he's got to be better than the guy who replaced him in Carolina, Matt Rule, who got his team to play hard last year with a lot of injuries, a lot of, you know, situations. But I mean, come on, like Matt Rule is basically on the same line as Ron Rivera. I mean, can we have a little understanding that a coach or player and their career and their legacy is not defined in one year? Yeah,
1: there's a a lot of hype definitely surrounding this. And and I agree with pretty much everything you just said there, Uh, especially I think Frank Wright is, is kind of the one. I like Frank Wright a lot, but I mean, I don't think he's really made anything out of the Indianapolis Colts rosters that he's had that you didn't expect to see out of them looking at them on paper. And to me, that's kind of the earmark. of of an effective or or, you know like a quote unquote really great coach and or quarterback even is taking a roster that doesn't look as great but then achieving things that nobody expected you to kind of I mean kind of like the Washington Wizards right who had a who had like a less than 10% chance of making the the NBA playoffs at the beginning of this season but here they are in the playoffs so I mean just to kind of draw a little bit of a parallel that Washington fans uh, will understand I haven't seen that type of performance out of Frank Wright's uh, Indianapolis Colts teams.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, this is the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm Chris Russell along with David Harrison. We are brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious regular flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? David, I got a box of one of those limited time flavors, grasshopper style from Bilt Bar yesterday in the mail. So I can't wait to try them out. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites, our favorites. As we tell you all the time, David loves uh, the mint brownie. I love the peanut butter brownie. You can love whatever choice, whatever flavor you want. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry. We mentioned the mint and the peanut butter brownie uh, flavors, double chocolate, salt, caramel, whatever your choice is. And if you don't know what your favorite flavor is, Try them all, right? You can get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Uh, most of them are, you know, 17, 16 grams of car, uh, a protein, 130 to 160 calories, uh, four or five grams of sugar, Four or five net carbs, really good for you. Meal replacement, post-workout, late-night dessert. You get the deal. Order today and get the raspberry, the mint brownie, the peanut butter brownie, whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com.
1: Today's episode also brought to you by our friends over at RockAuto.com with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of vehicles. It's nearly impossible for your local chain storefront to stock all the parts you're ever going to need. I just recently got a new car, Chris. You know that I've been shopping all over the place, including rockauto.com for new parts uh, and new customization uh, features, accessories, some of them a little bit less necessary than some others, but uh, in all due time, it's it's my vehicle, so I'm going to do what I want with it. My daughter is getting ready to car shop, and she's been very excited, looking all over the place for car parts as well. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money. Then you spend on other things like I don't know window tint film maybe that's that's something that I'm I'm saving my money for. Rockauto.com is a place to go because they're a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to Rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have so many different things. Their catalog is unique, remarkably remarkably easy to navigate. And the best thing of all is their prices. Rockauto.com prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com.
0: All right, this is the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. You can follow David at dHarrison82, me at Russellmania621, the podcast at LockWFTPod. Uh, we uh, tweeted out a bunch of links on Facebook and uh, through the WUSA9. Uh, In Washington YouTube page. You can watch and listen to our full interview with former NFL GM Randy Mueller that we split up over the last two episodes. Yesterday, or on the last episode, I should say, we heard a little bit from Ron Rivera, and we heard a little bit from Jack Del Rio. On today's episode, we have a little bit of reaction, OTA thoughts, and off-season plans from a couple of players. Brandon Sheriff. Quarterback Taylor Heineke and Antonio Gibson, take a listen. I'll ask you a real question. What's your initial, uh, what's your initial uh, thoughts on your on quarterback um, Ryan Fitzpatrick? But the veteran leadership that he kind of brings immediately.
2: Uh you know he he's been around the league a lot. I um, mean, you know he knows what to expect, and he's uh, like you said, he's a vested veteran. And uh, you know, I met him the first day, and I fell in love with him, dude. He is so funny. He brings a lot of energy to the to the huddle. He just likes to, you know, have fun. And, uh, you know, that's, that, that's the side we see, we see of him too. And, uh, you know, when he wasn't with us and that's, 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 that's what he is. He's fun and, uh, he's a smart quarterback. So we're excited to have him with us.
0: Hey, Brandon, sorry, I just got let in. So if, if I missed anything, I apologize. Uh, can, can we get your reaction though to, I mean, there's been a lot of turnover in the building and, and Morgan Moses in particular, what you thought of the team's offseason and the new faces that have arrived.
2: Oh yeah. You know, uh, we're just excited for everybody uh, who came with us and uh, to Morgan, you know, I appreciate uh, um, everything he's done for me. Um, you know, we played uh, six full years together uh, and uh, uh, we kind of started off the, the same. We, you know, we've been together for six years and played almost every game together. So uh, I appreciate everything he did for me and uh, you know, I owe a lot to him and uh, I just hope everything works out for him. He's a heck of a player and uh, he's a heck of a friend for me too. So, you know, I love him to death. Hey Antonio, Sam Fortier with the Washington Post. How How is that tone? Is that something that you've been, I guess, like dealing with since the end of the season? Uh,
0: yeah, uh, it wasn't major, but it was something that just, uh, something small was causing uh, me not to be able to run 100%, but uh, I'm fine now. Uh, I've been cutting, uh, I've been practicing since, and,
2: um, you know, getting better these days. So. And, and do you feel like that's behind you or is that something you're going to have to maybe monitor like to the rest of the offseason?
0: Uh definitely, definitely something uh to monitor. Uh I've been fine, like I said, I've been cutting, I've been
3: running for mm-hmm. uh
0: making the cuts I need to make, but uh, definitely gotta watch it, make sure I stay up on my treatment. Um, so you know nothing goes south but uh, definitely watching you know, it um throughout throughout the time until you know I'm hundred percent. Cool.
2: Thank you, Antonio. Hey, Taylor, what's that quarterback room like uh, now with the addition of Ryan Fitzpatrick? Obviously, we all know his extensive history in the league, but for you actually in that room um, as another quarterback, what's that like being able to chat with him, learn from him, and I guess, you know, compete against him too?
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's it's really cool. Um, I've worked with a lot of uh, a lot of neat quarterbacks, a lot of successful quarterbacks over the years, and, um, you know, he's just another one to come in um, that's been very successful. Again, it's, I think it's, what, 16, 17 years? 17th year in the league um so again he's played a lot of football he's seen a lot of football so um you know me kyle and and steven pick his brain every day and um you know he's very open to teaching us and and helping us out so again you know he's uh he's he's really helping us out kind of of the same way that alex helped us
0: you know he just played a lot of football seen a lot um so he's he's teaching us some stuff that we haven't seen before
2: Definitely a very big brain with that that Harvard brain over there, and you, you just in between you got with all your math club and all the stuff you were telling us about last year, uh, some some smart guys in that room. I'm good. Thanks, Taylor. Thank you.
0: All right. Once again, thanks to Washington Football PR for making those available for us. So some thoughts there from three critical players, especially number one and three on that list. Heineke uh, obviously factors in more if something goes wrong with Ryan Fitzpatrick, which Washington certainly hopes does not happen coming up we will get another voicemail in from one of our great listeners uh, and as well we'll close up the shop and the show and the week right here on the locked on washington football team podcast
1: yeah and if you think you know what's going to happen this year for the washington football team you can put your money where your mouth is and hopefully multiply that money and make some cash by going to betonline.ag the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action whether you're looking at football futures or you want to get on NBA playoff action, NHL uh, playoff action, or the Major League Baseball season before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. Head to the website now using your laptop or mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code Locked Bet BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Wrapping up today's episode of Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, our final episode for this week here, kicking off the month of June. Find us on Twitter at drs 82 at WrestleMania sixty one. Find the show at Locked WFT Pod and Chris. Like you, like you tease there at the end of the second segment. We've got another voicemail from one of our loyal listeners, so let's go ahead and fire that up and hear what they have to say.
3: Chris and David, I have called in three times. I actually heard my voice. The first time, again, is Tyler from Carroll County. I was just thinking, I was listening to uh, one of the other podcasts again while I was at work, and do you guys think that there's any possible way they trade up in the draft next year, or is it, in your opinion, do you think they're definitely going to go after another veteran? Because, in my opinion, I would really like to see them draft somebody at some point to be their next quarterback. Uh, But... A veteran, I guess, would be okay, but I feel like, like with the Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's just prolonging it and, uh, the best of players that are really good and who are young now, but if we just keep giving them veteran quarterbacks for two, three years, two, three years, how long is that going to last? And then by that time, are we going to, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a heavy question, I feel like. So hopefully, hopefully you guys get to that one.
0: All right, we appreciate the uh, voicemail, uh, of course. Thank you, as always. So here's how I would answer that, David. I mean, listen, I'm not prepared to rule out any one particular uh, issue at all or or possible means uh, at all. First, I think we have to find out how this year goes against the 17 game schedule, nine games on the road, first place schedule, tough gauntlet of, of premier quarterbacks, all of that, number one. I, I think that's what we have to first establish, how that goes. We don't know at this point how that's gonna go for the offense or the team as a whole. Um, if if you get to a point where you feel like you still need to make a big splash for the quarterback next offseason, I personally think, and this is more opinion than certainly knowledge, or uh, I, I guess I would say it's more analysis and opinion than anything. I personally think they're going to want to trade their assets for a established, veteran quarterback. Now, who that quarterback could be, don't know. And it could be Deshaun Watson, it could be Russell Wilson, it could be Aaron Rodgers. It could be another quarterback that becomes frustrated, disgruntled somewhere. We don't know, Matt Ryan perhaps, we don't know. The point of the matter is, I see that being more the avenue as opposed to trading in all their chips, all their assets, trying to make a big splash, a big move up, you know, trying to give up multiple first round picks, for an unknown on the NFL level. Remember the most talented quarterbacks in college are often a 50, 50 proposition at best in the NFL in terms of legitimate long-term success. So to me, I think they would rather um, if they're going to hitch their wagon to somebody, somebody that has done it at this level, at a level of success, and somebody that they feel absolutely they know in the right situation can handle the rigors of the NFL as opposed to guessing or uh, hunching, if you will, on a top college quarterback.
1: Yeah, I mean, when, when you look at the prospect of trading up in the NFL draft for for a quarterback of the future or going out there and making a move for another veteran quarterback. I mean, unless the wheels fall off with Ryan Fitzpatrick, I don't know that there's going to be another veteran quarterback readily available next year that's honestly better than what Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to bring. And, and, you know, again, you have to look at the list of available free agents, but you look at, like, the Russell Wilsons and Deshaun Watsons, they're not going to come cheap. You're going to trade a whole lot of draft capital uh, and maybe even a player or something like that to get that guy away from that team so and some of these guys like the Russell Wilson's of the world like they kind of have it to where if they don't want to go to Washington like they're not going to go to Washington type of deal so that's that's all kind of you know to be seen in the future I think that if the Washington football team comes out this year does well with the roster they've constructed which I think on paper looks really really solid like from top to bottom you know you look at some areas maybe you can see some 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 room to improve of course but I don't think there's a, a spot on this roster right now Chris uh, that I would say is a just glaring weakness overall. Now, again, there are some weak spots, right? But I don't think there is a position group that I would say at this moment is just a, a huge weakness for the team. That being said, if, if they do really well, if they win the division, they make the playoffs again, honestly, I could see them bringing Ryan Fitzpatrick back. Because think about this, you just made it to the playoffs, you just won your division with Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, with, you know, uh Daniel Jones and, and Kenny Galladay in the New York Giants, right? The Eagles, I think we're still co- probably a couple years from really talking more about them. So in theory, you come back, you bring back your veteran quarterback that just got you to playoffs, you give him another year, you roll with him, and then you look at the NFL draft as a potential spot to draft one of those quarterbacks to come in and study behind that veteran. And then again, if the wheels fall off, Ryan Fitzpatrick has been through this dance several times in his career. But looking at who those options are, Chris, and this is way, way too early, but there there are people out there talking about them. You look at Ron Rivera's history, he likes more mobile quarterbacks, guys that can move their legs but can also get the job done with their arm. Cam Newton kind of never came fully to his potential in the arm aspect of that, and I think that's kind of where things went south in Carolina there towards the end. But if you look at Sam Howell out of North Carolina and you look at Desmond Ryder out of Cincinnati, both those guys have have NFL arms potential and they have mobility potential. So, if you're the Washington football team, if those guys, if one of those guys is projected top five, maybe top 10, you know, depending on where they're going to go, I don't think you're going to trade up all the way to number one. But if you're, if you're talking about trading up to like six, seven, or eight, and you had a playoff season with a division championship, uh, you know, behind it, yes, I think you could see them push all their chips in, go get a young quarterback, run it back with Ryan Fitzpatrick for at least another year while that kid gets up to speed. I mean, that's that's the way that I would go in that situation. I can see Ron Rivera doing the same thing as well, but it's, it is, like you said, it's really, really early for this conversation, but I mean, it's still an interesting conversation.
0: No doubt about it. All right, so I hope that answers... Uh, The question, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of time to go here before we have to uh, make that particular decision. And then even then, there'll be uh, debate. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts, like the Locked On Washington football team podcast. That's going to do it for us on this episode and for this week. If you have a question or a topic you want us to discuss, just like we just did, and we've been incorporating more of your voicemails, we'd like to hear some different voices as well, so don't be shy. Give us a call, 301 153577. That's 301-615-3577. Have your voice be heard and have us talk about what you want to talk about. Or you can email us locked wftpod at gmail.com. That's locked WFT pod at gmail.com. Thanks for being with us, not only on this episode, but all this week. We appreciate you, as always. Thanks for downloading, subscribing, listening, sharing, and keeping us going right here. For David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. This is the Locked On Washington football team podcast.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.